0: Hello everybody, Laura here with some quick announcements before we get to the show. The first is if you will be at the Princess Half Marathon, yay! We are going to be having a meet up on Saturday, February 23rd from 12 o'clock to 1.30 at Disney's Boardwalk. We'll be like at the large tree between the Wedding Pavilion and the ESPN Grill. There's a nice big tree there with lots of shade. It will be Jenna and myself and we cannot wait to see you. Also, if you're looking for some Princess Half Marathon tips, be sure to head on over to our website. I just put up a monster post with links to past content, as well as new suggestions, and some answered frequently asked questions. I will be putting the link in the show notes below. And finally, we did have some connection issues while taping this show, so the audio quality is not great. My apologies for that. I did my best to clean it up, and I hope you still enjoy. So with that, let's get to the show.
1: Welcome to the Joyful Miles podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I am your host. Jackie, and join along here with me are my co-hosts. Say hello, Laura. Hi, everybody. And we have Lynn here as well. Hi, everyone. And today we are so excited. We have a very special guest with us. Um, this is we are we have been ecstatic about this episode, and we have so many questions that we're going to get right into it. But let me introduce to you all one of the Infamous Balloon Lady Sue Moore, welcome Sue.
2: Thank you. I'm excited about
1: being here with you guys. Oh Thank you so God. much. Oh, you're so we're so giddy. <laughs> this, is <awesome. laughs> this is Disney royalty in our eyes. <laughs> we have seen you many times, but you may not have realized.
0: it.
1: <laughs> Usually in a panic, like oh no. <laughs> well, first of all, let's talk about the balloon ladies because some people may not realize what the balloon ladies are and they're not these scary you know a lot of times we hear the balloon ladies but we have learned they're not they're there to kind of help us that's the way i look at it you're there you're there to help us keep ahead of pace so i think you're doing a great service so thank you from me thank you um i i really we really appreciate it so i want people to know that like this is a service they're doing for us to to keep us ahead Keep us, they're not the sweepers. They're keeping us ahead of the sweepers. <laughs> so,
3: can you, you, can you start by telling us what a blue lady is?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. and You really did come it up the best way by saying that we are not the sweepers. We are just a visual for the sweepers so they not get sweeped. Because our whole goal is to have you finish the race. And that's what we want you to do. We want you to finish the race. And we love for you to finish before us. That's the whole point. <laughs> And uh, the the people on the bicycles are the ones you need to. The bus, if you fall behind us, not us. So the balloons came came from because the bicyclists needed a visual just so they could see. Because you know how crowded a Disney race can get sometimes. So they can see the balloons coming, so they can start warning people. The bloom ladies are behind you. They're coming up, or you know, the bloom they accidentally a minute or two behind you. So it's just strictly a visual. And you're yeah. right when you said people they come up to us all the time. We don't ever want to see you again. We never want to see you again, you know. <laughs> you're like, gee, thanks. <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> so just a reminder, it is a sixteen minute uh, pace minimum. That, it is, and in that-
2: the, that's correct. It's in all the Disney books too. So when you sign up for the race, it actually tells you you have to maintain a 16 minute mile. Yes. Not a surprise. <laughs>
1: It is easy to get carried away, and we are, we are guilty of it ourselves with the characters and shenanigans that we do throughout the
2: race.
0: But <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Yeah. you want to have fun, great photo shoots. They really do. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> so we are grateful for you because there's been times where we didn't realize, and then we saw the balloons, and we're like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> got to go. got to go. So, uh, Sue, I would, I would love to first know how you discovered Run Disney and when and when your first race was.
2: Oh, good Lord. Um, my first race was about, uh, 13, 14 years ago, was a half marathon at Disney. That was my, that was my first half, And I, I trained on my own for it. And after training on my own, I realized I wanted to do more and I joined the local Orlando running group, um, called track shack. And they're the ones that are the race director for the Disney races run disney puts it on but they need someone to you know run the timing they need just a race director so track shack the running group um is the one who's in charge of that i'm one of leaders and have been for about 13 years so i used to be a full group leader help people get through full marathons and then i just became strictly a half group leader through the years as i get older and realize i can't go that distance anymore <laughs> So, really, so that's how did I they- got started. Um, Balloon Ladies have only been around, this will be the 11th year for the Balloon Lady.
1: And how many years have you been
2: doing it? have six of us. Three, three of us that have been around the longest, and uh, we have uh, three fill ins when needed. So, okay. we're all out of the local Orlando running group.
1: Nice. Yes. Did you do um, the Disneyland races in California, or do they have a separate group out there? They have a
2: separate group out there that they trained off of us. Um, They took what they learned from down here and took it over there. There was talk one time of us going over there. You know, it really didn't need it. They were able to to pull it together. The fun part was, is Molly, who's another balloon lady, did uh, Paris Disneyland their first year. Not as balloon girls, but we met the balloon girls there. Oh, them And telling them who we were. So Ah. it was kind of cool. We got a cool picture of the four of us together.
0: (laughs) Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, that
2: was kind of cool.
0: That's great. Right. Yeah. So, so then you discovered Run Disney, you started doing the races. What uh-huh. was the next step? Like, when did you actually, who was the first one that thought about putting the balloons on?
2: Well, Disney thought about the fact of um, having some type of rule at the first Princess race. It all started at Princess. Oh, and okay. I thought about, yeah, that's where it first came out at. And um, so they just, they, they went to our running group and said, you know, group would be, what, because our running group has many different groups from the slow group, which is what I was always in up to like the the super fast six minute mile people. So you knew you really didn't want a six minute mile person trying to keep a a 16 minute pace because that might be a little bit difficult for them. So they went to the slowest group and um, asked me, the um, lady in charge asked me if I'd be interested in, in pulling this together, giving it a shot. So my friend Linda when we first started talking about it the um, via email with with Run Disney. And then the gentleman at Run Disney at the time, I forgot who he's not there now, but he said, maybe we need some sort of visual. And I said, like a balloon or something? And he said, Yeah, balloon. That might, that might work. I was like, all right, we'll get a balloon. And we had to figure out how to time on to us and everything. And and that was the first race that we ever did was Disney Princess the first year. And it was it was a lot to learn, you know, for the bicyclists as well as for us the best way to make it work so that was our training run. yeah and then ever since um i've been ever since and i brought in all the other balloon girls that we needed um during the time all out of the same running group the orlando running group a lot of people that say they want to be a balloon girl we get that a lot
1: (laughs) I that was definitely a, qu- a question asked a few times in our Facebook group was, how do you become
2: one? You know? Yeah, it is with the local running. I mean, we are with, with um, the local running group that puts on the Disney races, so we are tied up into all that. Um, we actually practice. I mean, we, we, you have to practice walking that pace because we've had other people be with us, and um, it's different muscles. If you're used to running and now all of a sudden you have to walk that, you're using different muscles. And you can either, we're very big into training, so we practice our 16-minute miles a lot during the year, especially, you know, months up we're leading up to a Disney race.
0: Wow. And for those who don't know, the first princess race was 2009, correct? Yeah,
2: that's yes. correct. So you've, this will be year 11 for, for a princess.
0: Right. So a long, long time in Princess probably was the perfect place to, to start this because I, you know, you have people that are trying racing for the first time at Princess. So that's a great place. To Absolutely.
2: Start oh my God. Really a lot of first timers, a lot of costumes. People don't realize sometimes that the costumes can slow you down. The Florida heat, If you're not used to running in this heat. And then you have this big, heavy costume on you. Definitely. So that race really was, that, that race desperately needs balloon girls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite race that you like just
1: through the years or
2: like is there one of the
1: themes you like most or are you indifferent to all of them? Like what's your favorite race weekend? I guess I'd ask.
2: I guess um, i might turn that over to uh, Molly for Wine and Dine because that's always the weekend of a, a church festival that I'm in charge of. So it all lands on the same weekend. So I've had a step away from that one. But in the beginning, um, wine and dine was really pretty cool. So I'd say that was my favorite. Yeah. Now I volunteer for Disney full and I also recommend for your, um, for your listeners to remember you could always volunteer to work a race. So if you're going to bring a bunch, of group of people down to do the race and some of them say, well, I don't run, I don't want to walk. I don't want to, well, if you sign up ahead of time, you might get one of those volunteer spots. Yeah. and um, yeah and then you could do water you could do cheer squad um, you could do um, giving medals at the finish line those are all volunteers
1: so yeah. it's possible
2: that people can sign up to do that and be still be a part and you get usually a box lunch you get a free jacket you've seen those windbreaker jackets that you mm-hmm. might have seen the volunteers wear it's a different color every year and um, you get a Disney ticket oh, oh wow. so to, so just keep that in mind they just need to sign up on run Disney um, it's not easy sometimes you get put But, hey, it's worth a try. You never know.
0: You never know. That is one thing we have never done. I mean, we've done pretty much every Run Disney weekend, but we have yet to volunteer. So maybe we need to put that on our Run Disney uh, bucket list, guys.
1: Mm -hmm. For sure.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, I know one question that was asked, and I'm very curious about it, too, because I I think I know the answer, but does Run Disney supply your balloons?
2: Because they're always quite beautiful. Yeah, they do now (laughs) supply the balloons because they try to keep it with the theme. And probably the first – Three, three, maybe four years, we bought them ourselves, And then, mm-hmm. um, but our balloons wouldn't stay as inflated because, you know, we just bought them from the store. So they now give us our balloons and we pick up our balloons there um, at um, the race. Do you
3: coordinate outfits
2: with the other balloon girls? We do. We, um, three of us have skirts from uh, sparkle skirts and three of us um, ha- also have uh, matching shirts. Only because we're the we're the I'm the original, and I brought the other ones in later. But we've been the longest, the three of us. Do. So we we do have matching clothes. Um, I don't do the um, challenges anymore, but when I just used to talk the day before what we'd all be wearing, so we make sure we wore different colors because that helps to um, people. If if they see too much, let's say we both let's say all three of us are wearing blue, and you see a blue person come by, you might think oh. My Balloon girls have passed, but if you know another one had a red, another one had a pink, it kind of, it kind of helps you a little bit to know there's still someone to
3: And who are the three original? You said you brought the gals in. What are, who are I'm, the
2: I'm – the, I'm the only original. Then after that, about two years later, I brought in Molly and Nancy. So they're in. And, um, we also have – Deborah does the 10Ks with me, um, and Kathleen does the fulls with me. And um, so that's really the, um, not, not the fulls with me. Kathleen does the full with, usually with Molly. Um, there's only one full a year. And so they do that. So we're really the ones, we've had other ones that have stepped in that we've, you know, tried different people. Uh, to see how how they would work out, uh, you really have to you have to get used to being yelled at by people.
0: <laughs> and, uh, that is yeah. something we're going to talk about later. Yes.
2: Yeah, and so, um, but so really, one of us can always do the races. So there's always one of us that's always available.
1: Yeah. I have a question. Um, how do you feel about people tracking you? Because I, I, you know, in other Facebook groups, people would be like, "Do you know the balloon
2: lady's names?" and
1: Um, So I was just curious how you feel about that. Is that a no-no? Is that something you don't mind? Um,
2: We don't promote it ourselves. Like, we don't put our bib numbers out there. Um, Run Disney sometimes will hide our blue numbers. We'll hide our numbers um, because we know our name is out there. Um, We're perfectly fine just before bases taking pictures of our bibs, and, you know, we know what they're doing right then and there. It's really not a big deal for us because we know what they're doing if it makes them feel any better. Um, that they can get through the racer by getting the notifications, then that's fine. But we're not going to go out there and say, here's our bid numbers. And I do know some of the sites, they do protect us. And because um, we see what goes on on some of the sites or sometimes we'll have a friend that will um, will text us and say, go check out this site because they're talking about you guys. You know, but we, we, we're careful not to ever answer it. Sometimes we'll even have a friend answer it for us because what there's like a certain discussion going on for a while through the years. We have certain people that we know will answer it for us and answer it the way it should be so they could people can know. Good. Okay. Good. Now, but you know what remember this? This is the biggest thing that people don't don't re, um, keep in mind. You have 16 minutes, okay? But that's my 16 minutes. Meaning mm. 15 minutes, 16 minutes. Not your 16 minutes. So now let's say You start off, and I'm always the last one to start. I mean, see, there there is no one behind us when we start. Not only is there no one behind us, especially Princess, they delay us a couple minutes after we cross the start line. We're standing there with the bicyclist, and they let some people keep going. The other races were maybe a minute or so. We'd get the bicyclist. We all sink our watches. That's when the time starts is when I cross the start line when I start bicyclists. So now let's say you're in the same corral as me, which, you know, is usually what corral or H or something like that. Start in the front of that corral because sometimes it takes, what, three, four minutes from the start back of the corral to get through. So start in the front. You just gained yourself three to four minutes ahead of me than then where you would if you start with me. People are like, I'm going to stay with you to make sure that no, don't fall no, 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 no. <laughs> If you have <laughs> to fall back closer to the end of the race, okay, that I understand, you know, will be your motivation, will help you. But in the beginning, don't go out too fast. Definitely, I'm not promoting that. In no way do you want to go out too fast. But start as up close as you possibly can. If you can get into another corral, shoot, you're a good, what, sometimes 10 foot qu- ahead of us. So keep that in mind. That it's when I start, not when you guys start the race.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad. am glad you answered that question. Just because I know I we've personally tracked you for the full marathon, and and I completely completely appreciate being able to do so because it was you know it really helped us to make sure that we were gonna have time to finish. So I just personally want to thank you for you know yeah. allowing. <laughs> Those notifications to come through because it really, it really helped our race. So yeah,
1: and we 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 rode Everest, you know. So it's like we were getting on. So we were like, okay, they're here. We knew how much cushion we, had. you know. Obviously, things yeah. can go wrong, but you know, because of that, we were able to to have a little more extra fun. And we still always end up finishing, <laughs> you guys. But it's nice knowing where you're at.
2: Absolutely, so you. and we under we do understand that we do. Yes. <laughs>
1: So um,
3: we, have Sorry, some, we have some people in the Joyful Miles Running Club, and they've asked a lot of questions. And okay. one that I think is kind of interesting is if you are going to be the balloon girl for the full, or maybe even the half, and when you train, do you actually go out and do your training runs um, that, that taper up? Like a lot of us follow a yep. Galloway training plan. So you, do you taper your training just like that as well?
2: Yep. Um, Molly and Nancy are Galloway runners. I'm Marathon Fest runner. We're of the same, we're this company, which is Track Shack out of Orlando. Um, so we both follow the, those methods, but we, we train, just train. We taper, we, we just like and we would do any, any race. Absolutely, we do it the same way. The Same way, you know, night before, we try to carb load a little bit more than normal or, you know, leading up to it. But absolutely, we do all that.
3: We have another um, person on the running club. Her name's Casey Wilson. And she was asking, um, do you work for Disney or do you have a regular job?
2: No nope. Regular jobs. Every one of us. Yep. Every one of us works. I'm in sales. Um, Molly works for a phone company. Uh, Nancy just got a new job. I'm not sure what she's doing now. Uh, you know, Kathleen works for the military. Deborah works for a rental company. So we all have full-time jobs. We do this part-time, you know, not part-time, but we do it for fun like you guys do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I know one question you guys are probably going to ask, because this is one of the biggest questions people ask us, so I'll throw it out there. Yes, we have to go to the bathroom on the course. like. Ah! <laughs> so we wanted to know. <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. I just wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, I knew that question was coming. We have a great photo um, of, I think it was Nancy in the bathroom that I took. And it's the balloon hanging out of a porta potty. Oh, my. Porta potty. But yes, yeah, so when we have to go, you have to go. I mean, but we can't slow down. So we usually hand our balloon off to one of the balloon ladies, or we, we're pretty strategic how to, you know, where to put it. Um, and we run into the bathroom. We start running to the bathroom. We go as fast as we can, and we run back out and catch up to the balloon lady. <laughs> that was definitely on my
0: list because I'm the older gal of the group with a yeah. ladder the size of a walnut, so I'm always going yeah. to the bathroom.
2: Yeah, something that started doing in the past, I'd say three years. Um, this was a big help for us as they now go into the bathrooms. The bike do. We used to have to run up to each porta potty, each bathroom, and or you know the bathrooms inside the the parks and say balloon ladies are here because. How would you know, you know, you're in the back yeah. we pass you, you know, that's kind of discouraging. So working with the bicyclists uh, through the years, we've all that for us now. They go up to the bathrooms, they yell in there, balloon ladies are passing. Um, the picture, they do that as well now. We also still yell at picture stops and tell people, hey, you can't run faster than we're walking. We advise you not to stay in this line because you know, we can't be responsible if you don't make it because <laughs> you want a picture yeah. with somebody.
1: So that leads me into the um, yelling things. How do you handle people yelling at you, or what is the reaction you generally get? And has it ever gotten to you, or have you done it long enough now, or you nope. just
2: nope. long enough now that it does not bother us? I'm gonna plug my phone in so it doesn't die. Um, no, it, it I mean, we've heard practically everything that you could, um, everything under the sun. I've heard every reason why somebody says they can't do a race, they can't train, or didn't train. Every reason under the sun. Um, you know they'll yell and they'll show us their watch and your watch isn't the same as mine look your watch is different than mine and we're just like everyone's watch is different you know oh, wow. <laughs> we just try to be you know as nice as we can about it or they'll tell us we're annoying or ask if we could be bribed a lot you know How, what if i pop your balloon if i pop your balloon are we safe no are <laughs> <you're> not safe <laughs> no what some people don't realize too is each mile marker. I mean, it's harder to be a balloon lady than, than you think because you know, you're, you're doing a race. You're just going, going, going every mile marker. We can't be too fast or too slow. So if we mm-hmm. see the mile marker up there and we're like, Oh no, we have three minutes and the mile marker is only like a minute away. We, we went too fast. That's not right. That's not that's supposed to happen because we then sped. Whoever's around us up as well. So it's very important that we keep checking our watches. And if you ever are with us, you'll notice we're always looking at each other, looking at our watches. We have secret hand things to slow down, speed up, so that we don't get anybody set. You know, thinking, "Oh my God, we got to go faster or slower." But it's very important that we're very consistent because again, it does no good when we get to that mile marker and let's say we're supposed to be there. Um, you know, it's uh, we do it. You know, 16, 32 let's say 32 and we're there, we're pulled off the course. We have to sit there and wait two minutes until, Mm. you know, so you have that extra time. If you ever see us ahead of time, or let's say we're behind pace, we have to make it up. We have the same traffic. You guys do. I know there's certain areas of Disney. You are like, where do all these people come from? These roads, you know, it's so small and you know, on some of those roads, you can't even pass anybody. We, it slows us down. We have to make it up like you guys have to make it up. So it, it gets tough on that sometimes. Yeah.
1: Do you, this year I heard a story, and I don't know if you can clarify it, where people were saying the balloon lady, they were mad because you got, they were running through Epcot. I think this was after the fall. And was it, if that was the case, was it because you were trying to keep up with your pace, your 16 minute mile? Or yeah. At the,
2: yeah. Um, I didn't hear that for this time. I mean, we usually always hear that they see them running. Um, yeah, it would be the congestion got so bad somewhere that we try to keep pace. And so okay. we have to try to get back on Yeah. I, I'm going to answer another question for you. I'm not going to mean on am going to order, but this is the second biggest question. I know it's on your thing here. When are you safe? Right? Is that one of the questions? <laughs> yeah. You are safe when you cross the finish line. Then that's I the agree. I agree. Years ago, people used to say when you get into the park. Well, it's Anymore, because now they'll bring golf carts into the park and pick you up. Mm
1: -hmm. It's safe
2: when you cross the finish line. And if you think about it, Disney has to do it that way. They have to open up the park. They have to open up the roads. They they give you ample time to finish your race. They really do. So they got to open. They got to open because that's their business is opening. They have guests waiting to get into the parks. So you are safe when you cross the finish line.
1: For sure, we always say that you never know until you just you can't count on that, you know. Right, right. People get too comfortable, <laughs> and then they're shocked, you know. So just finish the race.
2: Yes, finish the race.
1: <laughs>
3: um, um, we have a question here from Heather Jurgensen, one of our close friends, and she said, "Have you um, or of uh, any of the other balloon gals had to deal with injury um, or had to drop out of a race while you were?" Um, participating
2: no but in um, me probably more than the rest of them because I've had knee issues and um, I haven't that's why we've added some balloon girls to our little posse is because um, I can't do some of the half sometimes when they are From um, my I have bad knees and I've done like half iron men I've done full marathons and all that and my knees are at the point where they're like sue <laughs> you know <laughs> We just stick to walking and, and not going 26 miles anymore. So, yeah, definitely. Um, we've all dealt with Achilles. We've dealt with Planter. We all have, except Nancy. Nancy, for some reason, she never had issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yes, we've all had those injuries. I did a 10K. Let me think of which one. Oh, it was a Disney, January, Disney, January. I did that 10K in a sling one time because I had rotator oh, wow. cuff Yes.
1: Oh, wow. Uh,
2: yeah. So that was, that was interesting doing the slang. I don't recommend it because you can't <laughs> move your arms, you know, so uh-huh. you can only get my arm here the whole time, you know? Uh, so that, that was kind of tough. And, uh, but I mean, I did it. I did the 10, got through the 10 K, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yes. we got wow. race. Absolutely. Uh, we've never been picked up Our that give up during the race. No.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: We have a question from Christina Hopkins-Hook, and she'd like to know, do you get a medal when you finish the race?
2: We do. We do get a medal, absolutely. We get a medal just like everybody else. You sure do. I donate all my uh, medals to medals. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that group, but, and I also collect medals from other people. So um, I usually give all mine up because the kids in the hospital love the Disney medals. Oh, I mean, that's so nice. But we do. We do get the medals.
3: We have another question from Christina again, and she said, "How do you handle those feelings of guilt if you pass someone who's trying really, really hard?"
2: Yeah, um, that's a tough one. We we try not to look back anymore with the buses. I mean, we know when the pickups are. We try to tell everyone, "Major pickup at mile 6 I'm, I'm just don't making this up. Major pickup at mile six. Please, please, please get ahead of us. And you can see the buses. I'm sure you guys have seen the buses out there, the parade bus ready to pick people up. And, you know, you see the police sometimes out there too, and the bicyclists and they form a human, like a human barrier and people go through and, and we can't turn around and look back anymore. That's one thing we've all learned. We just can't because a couple miles, you get to know people around you. And um, sometimes we get so excited when, you know, mile eight or nine, and we see somebody that we thought got picked up and they're getting are around us again. We're like, we don't tell them that we're like, oh, my God, that person's there. They made it. Oh great, you know, because we get so excited for them, you know. And um, just like we hear every excuse in the sun, I heard really cool stories, a lot of survivors. We get a lot of pregnant women. Um, we, I, This one will always stand out in my mind. She came up to us, and she was struggling, maybe mile eight, mile nine. And she's she was going really hard. And she goes, I'm doing this because my husband said I couldn't do it. And I'm like, what do you, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it because he didn't want you out here. She said, no, he just said I wasn't strong enough to do this. And I'm thinking, oh, honey, you are going to finish this race. <laughs> oh, no. And it was me, Molly, and Nancy on that one. And I was telling them the story. And um, I think it was Molly found this younger kid struggling a little bit, too, but still, still doing good. He was like, she was probably in her 30s. He was probably in his early 20s. And we got them two together. We said, you two stick together the rest of the race and push each other through the race. They did, so the finish line. So that was really cool because we wanted that lady to finish so bad because that was so sad. You know, to, to think someone said that to her. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We do hear a lot of good stories like that there's so many
3: wonderful stories like that when you go to a run Disney race I mean I think it's super inspiring and, and then to have someone with you like finishing it out that's like
2: yes I got a little
3: choked up there
2: yes, yes. And I mean the, the breast cancer survivors the cancer survivors the people that um, have you know a boot on you know um, doing it in a boot it's just you just get so choked up um, mother daughters that's another one that chokes us up sometimes too because you know, Towards the end, you see the mothers, the daughters pulling the mothers through, or, or you know, not at princess because there are really very few guys, but you'll see some of the guys pulling their wives through or girlfriends through, and um, so that's really cool seeing that. And also, young kids, the young kids they get really good; they're really cute. Um, I think you have to be at least sixteen though to do a Disney half, and but they're they're really motivated and they're really just so excited about doing it. So there is a lot of success a lot of fun listening to their stories. That's
3: so great. We have another question from one of the people uh, on the running club, and they would like to know, do you have to pay for
2: your race
3: as a volunteer?
2: Uh, well, we do not have to pay for our race. Uh, we do that um, because we have to train um, as just as hard as everyone else does, but we, because we have to be so consistent, there's a lot to it, so Disney does comp us for that. Do you get race shirts like the participants? We get the same race shirts that you get. No different. So you must have
3: like a hundred or two hundred race shirts.
2: I know we really do have a lot, but again, I'm really big into donations, and um, a lot of people um, that go to work out they don't have um, race clothing, like dry fit clothing. So for that reason, um, I pass a lot of it on. That's really you're nice. So sweet. I know you're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> we really try to promote that in our running group too like the drawstring bags that you get you know the drawstring when you go to races we collect those um for the food banks because that's what they put food in for people when they're riding their bicycle and they come up to the food oh. banks. oh wow that's nice yeah so I collect those too and my you know people give those to me at the running group and they know that I'll get them to the food bank I know I, I found that out the hard way a girlfriend of mine was working in the food bank and I had one of those drawstring bags in the car and I said I get so many of these and she's like I could use them for the bicyclist people. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, when they come up with bikes on food, she goes, it's hard for them to carry it. They could put this on their back. And I'm like, holy mackerel, what a cool idea. Right. Spreading the word to all my friends, you know, and, and so now God, sometimes during race season, I give them like hundreds of bags.
0: That's awesome.
2: Uh, mm -hmm. So think about that for your look when you go to, you know, um, start cleaning out through your closets and stuff like that. And think about when your friends, when they say, I want to start working out. They don't work out. They're just getting into it. They don't have dry fit clothes, a lot of them. They don't know what to wear. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they they don't know that, you know, we probably wouldn't wear someone else's race shirt because we, we, we do a lot of races. But they don't care. They just want something that's dry fit that'll keep them warm or keep them cool hmm yeah
0: mm-hmm.
3: that's a
2: great idea
0: thank you for that uh-huh
3: i have another question here from emily lewis and she said do you ever want to just do a regular run disney race and not be a balloon lady
2: no <laughs> <laughs> no uh-uh. that's awesome yeah i've done goofy before like when i did goofy i did i've done goofy twice and um i did the half as a balloon lady and the full as a non-balloon lady um, and I only did it because I was doing Goofy with a friend because um, I, I can't do the 26 miles and be consistent like they have to. I mean, I admire Molly and Nancy and Kathleen when they could do it because some, some, you know, some miles you're better off. Some miles you're going faster. Some miles you're going slower. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the only time um, when I did a full that, that was when I did Goofy. Okay. So That's a
1: long time on the course, too. Like, if you think about it, Yep. Walking for 26 miles, it's a yep. lot. its, it's I almost older. think it's harder than the fast people. Yes. I mean, it absolutely. is.
2: And that, that's what people don't realize because, again, you have to be so consistent. You can't say, you know what, let's give it all we have and get rid of these, you know, let's get these last two miles under a belt and go home. I can't say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a long time on your feet, too.
2: It yeah. is. So- it is,
3: Definitely. So when the the girls and I go to a race, we get there very early in the morning um, because we like to take character pictures. And you know how busy it can get. I'm wondering, what time do you arrive to a Run Disney race in the morning?
2: Um, let's see. Usually they start the the starting lines at 5:30, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's when you have to be like when the race actually starts. We are usually in the parking lot like by four, four fifteen, something like that, just depending on traffic. Um, that, you know, construction, there's always a lot of construction in Orlando. So we usually get there around then, you know, um, sometimes I we'll hang out in our car if it's too, if it's too cold and um, then come up. It, it just depends, but we don't get there like hours and hours before. No. <laughs>
1: Not okay. like
2: us. Crazy. Not like us. And yeah.
1: do you get your balloon then like while you're going into the area, you know, pre-race area? Do you go to like a run Disney tent and get yeah, your balloon? Yeah, we go to a run
2: Disney tent and that's where we pick it up
1: okay we have some uh people
3: in the running club that would like to know why there are no balloon gentlemen
2: (laughs) um there is no logical reason why there's not a balloon gentleman um i guess our running group at our pace, our slower pace, there's mainly females. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but we would, you know, there's definitely um, one or two that if I needed, you know, to find somebody, I would, you know, ask them if they'd be interested in doing it because I know that they would um, be able to. So we are definitely, you know, it would be something that we were open to with the right person. It's just, it's just the way it worked out.
0: I do know, the, didn't you have a balloon gentleman for one of the Tinkerbell? half marathons like in it 2016? was in
2: California yes yep
0: yes that was his claim to fame
3: yeah oh,
2: we did hear about that
3: <laughs> we also have a question and they they want to know um do you think that there is anything that run disney could do to improve for future races and what, what would that be
2: oh lord they do such a good job um <laughs> they, they really do I don't think they could do anything more than what they do. They, they offer so much more, just even with the seminars at the expo and all the people that they have available to answer questions and, like, the information tents and, and the medical. I mean, I see a lot, you know, behind the scenes, um, all the medical that you have, um, although every mile, um, I mean, I'm sorry, you know, every mile there's always people that could help you, to take you off the course if you needed to. The bicyclists that ride up and down that are all medics, um, cause half the bicyclists are the people that what you would call like the sweepers, the other half are the metal, medical people. Yeah. So I, you know, I think they really do do a good job. If they can control the weather, that would probably be <laughs> the only thing. Cause sometimes it's so blazing hot.
0: Mm-hmm. But that actually leads into a great question from James Cruz. What's the best or worst weather story they've ever had experienced during a race?
2: Um, one was, and this was funny. This was the first half I could not do because I had a knee surgery and, uh, the, the water stops iced over. They were iced, actually ice. Yeah. It was brutally, brutally cold. And I don't know if you realize all the clothes that you shed at the beginning of the race, that all goes to the homeless in Orlando. They collect it all up in the garbage bags and bring it to the homeless shelter. So yes. whenever you throw clothes away, that's where that goes to. So that was pro that was just, I mean, it's just so brutally cold and you know you have to have so many layers on you and then you just start stripping the layers off but that was probably the one that stands out the most um there was a wine and dine that got rained out they got only through mile seven or eight and then the lightning came in yes yes you guys there? okay yep so that one and then um there was a princess that was brutally hot i mean it was just brutal and we felt really bad for the people at us. We're used to, I, I don't know you can say you're used to the heat, but I can handle the heat better than you guys can, like you guys can handle that, that brutal cold you guys got compared to mm-hmm. us. So, mm-hmm. you know, the heat, it's hard for people up in the north to train for how brutally hot it gets here in Florida. So that we do feel true. bad for the northerners when they, have, when they do a Disney race and it's so hot.
1: Yeah. Definitely felt that marathon
2: weekend, uh, the day of the marathon this year. That was
1: hot. And, and it's really hot
2: clothes. I mean, you can't wear. i mean You can have That you can't. But you really got to watch what clothes. Don't wear black when it's when it's brutally hot. You know, wear. Don't wear long pants. Wear capris if you have to. If you can't wear shorts or a skirt, wear capris. Wear a tank top. You know, people don't realize that they wear like you know all this extra clothes. And it's and again, it's just it's just so hot.
3: So what is, how do the people usually um, treat you on the course? Like they're scared of you and they want to get away or do they really want to take selfies and um, treat you? We get, a, we get
2: a lot of everything. We get, I mean, the funniest ones are they'll hear our mouths because you know, we're really big into, into yelling and um, you know, we'll, or we'll start saying, you know, trivia. We'll do trivia sometimes or um, when it really gets bad. We've been known to break into show tunes
1: like Gilligan's
2: <laughs> Island and stuff like that, especially towards the end of a race. Um, or, you know, like, who's a first-timer? Who heard if there's beer at the finish line? You know, we'll do stuff like that. And they hear our voice, and they'll turn around, and they'll be like, oh, they're here, and they'll just start running, which is just, I mean, it's so funny, you know, because they know we're coming. And some of them are like, oh, we've been waiting for you, you know. Oh, this, this is, like, really touching when, when someone says, last race I only made it to mile two. Now I'm going to make it at least to the the castle, you know? And I mean, it's just so cool to hear them say that, you know, and some of them will say, no, you're going to make it past the castle. You're going to make it to the end of the race. We don't know if they did or not, but some of them just have it in their mindset. Okay, I'll make it to the castle and I'll get picked up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at least you're going further and further each time. Mm -hmm. Does that uh, come to mind of a favorite moment that you've had as a blue lady? Um, probably like that lady who I told you about whose husband told her that she couldn't do it. And, you know, knowing she finished, there's so many of them. There's just so many, so many people that just come up to us and thank us really for getting them through it. Um, just so many, there's not like one story that I could think of.
0: Oh, I bet. I absolutely bet.
2: Yeah, there really is. So every race, you know, we'll, we'll usually have somebody that'll be a little bit memorable towards us.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, in that, in that theme, uh, Jen Sorensen asked a question What are some of the best things you've seen from spectators that help people near the back of the pack stay motivated?
2: Oh, the, and so I, during Disney Full, I'm a spectator, I'm on uh, the cheer course as a volunteer. And I have a megaphone and I have a big Disney hand that people hit my big Disney hand. I'm at ESPN. And that's where usually where I'm always stationed. And um, so I try to do what I want people to do when when, when they come by. And that's really the yelling, the screaming. The signs are cute too, but sometimes it's hard to read the signs. But if you could call out people's names on the bibs, and I've told Disney that I don't know why the names are getting smaller because it's getting harder than that or I'm getting older. But it's getting harder for me to see the names on the bibs. But people like that. They mm-hmm. like to hear the names being called out. You know, go Joe, go Mike, you know, and they're like, they look at you like, thank you, thank you. So any just yelling, just any type of encouragement. You know, if you see a costume and, you know, there's Ariel, there's another Ariel, there's a dark Vader, you know, they know you acknowledge them. Or teams, they have a team shirt on. And, you know, it's go, um, you know, Milwaukee Badgers or go Florida State or whatever. You know, if you see if you see something like that, people, they just know you're paying attention to them. I, I, would, have to, I have to admit there's been
0: times when people say, go Laura. And I'm like, wait, how'd they know my name? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's
3: exactly what I was going to say, Laura. And I have an unusual name and they actually say it correctly. So, but it does make a difference. I, I agree with that. It's it just does,
2: absolutely. Absolutely, it does.
0: Yep. Uh, I have another question here from uh, Mickey. Uh, when you're not running as a balloon lady, uh, what is your normal running pace then?
2: I'm um, mainly am a walker now. As of a year and a half ago, I mainly do the walking group for, for our track shack. And, and we basically are down, we do like 14, 15 when we're out there, sometimes a little bit faster, sometimes a little bit slower. But um, this is one of the first times that we actually have a um, a walking group. Um, Molly and Nancy and all them, they're around. Um, Kathleen's the fastest out of all of us, and I think she's like 11 or 12 now. Okay. And um, Molly and Nancy run around anywhere from like a 14 to a 16. So we're really all over the board. Um, none of us are like, you know, what we would consider the fast people. <laughs> Because we don't do it for speed. We do it for fun. Even even before we were balloon girls, we only did races for fun.
0: That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: We that. That.
2: Yeah. We know about that. Yeah. It's all about fun. It really is. I know you have some of your fast people in the front. And, you know, they Disney's. I mean, it gets crowded. It's kind of hard to get up there and to, to make some time. You've seen those congestion spots.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Do you,
2: do you have a part on the course, like
1: your least favorite part of the course? Would it, You know, obviously with the congestion, like – is it Cone Alley? Or what do you think the hardest part to get through? Like Cone Alley maybe or over by the boardwalk?
2: I, I was going to say both. Both, are, yeah. or it could, both could be equally as bad just depending on how many people. I've been on the boardwalk where it hasn't been bad, but the boardwalk does get bad. You know, Cone Alley is, is usually bad. I, we tell people if you're strong enough you can run on the grass, run on the grass to get around. Or we tell them one of time. We tell them if you see a spot, take it because they're not going to take it. We're going to take it. You know, um, some people, I can't get through. I can't get through. Well, you got to say, excuse me. You know, you got to just, if someone's slower than you, you you have a right to go around them. We try to say runners on the left, walkers on the right, or vice versa, depending on, on, it it, it depends on the crowd. If we notice more people are running on the left, then we'll say runners on the left. We have to play it by the crowd. So, we try to say that to help people through the congestion and to let the runners go through. But it's, it's hard. We know that. It is hard.
0: Sure. I do have a little comment. This isn't a question, but uh, Teresa says uh, she would like for us to tell you hello because she spent some time with y'all during Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend, but luckily, not too much time. So she. Was oh, <laughs> good. And she was with Molly, yes. So, yeah. she says
1: hello. <laughs> So I know we talked about it earlier, but I just thought maybe one more time, reiterate it. Um, What do you think is the biggest misconception with balloon ladies that you really want people to know who are listening to this?
2: Probably the biggest misconception is that we are the sweepers and we are not. We're strictly visual. And we really want people to finish the race. We really want them to finish before us. And we always yell that out. You know, there's bragging rights for beating the balloon ladies. we really just want you to finish. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You guys really do a great service.
2: Thank you. you. If you've been at the finish line when we've come in, that's really quite humorous because you could tell all the people. Um, My brother's been there at the finish line when my sister-in-law has done the race. And my, my nephew held up a sign actually one time at one of the, I think it was princess half saying my sis, my aunt's the balloon lady. (laughs) But, um, They, he said, there's like a mob of people that come in just before us. They say, even the, um, like the MCs, they said they know when it's, they they know by radio anyway, because everyone's always radioing in where, you know, where we are. And, um, but they know at the finish line, just a mob of people come through and then they know we're like right there.
0: I, we, we've seen you many times, seen you
2: on popped over and like, can we get a selfie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah no problem at all. We just have to, we've, you know, Disney has us now, we have to get away from the finish line. It's very important that we go down the chute more, you know, past medals and everything like that. So they've asked us, you know, make sure we don't stop.
0: Yeah, right, right.
2: Definitely. Gentlemen, how are you looking for
0: questions I'm going through? And like some of them have been answered kind of indirectly. So we're not going to read out every single question um, because of stuff that she's already covered before. Mallory did want to ask, what's the hardest race you've ever completed? Hardest Disney race i ever yeah. completed? Right, you know what, Shara, if you have a different one you want to talk about.
2: Let's see. For me, for me personally, it was a Chicago marathon because my knee popped out at mile
0: 24. Oh, no. So
2: that was my that was my um, hardest. I finished, but it wasn't pretty. Um, So that was my personal hardest race. Um, Disney race, probably one of the l- princesses that I came back too soon on after another, I've had four knee surgeries, two in each
0: oh, knee. Boy. So
2: it's probably, I came back a little too soon and I struggled. I mean, I did it, I got through it, but it was very tough on me physically to get through it.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. And just one more for Regina. She asked, does, wants to know what's the hardest part about being a balloon lady. You kind of already covered that by seeing people struggle. Um, yeah, seeing them else. get
2: picked up and, you know, you, you just don't want anybody to get picked up. Um, that's probably, that's probably the hardest part. Or, you know, even when we fall behind in the congestion, you know, we've been far back as like um, almost a minute or two, which may not seem like a lot, but you have to make that minute up, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so we have to really hustle and now we have more congestion trying to, you know, get back onto pace.
0: Yeah, we had we had one of the Pacers on who did the marathon. Amy, she's wonderful, and she—I never really realized how hard it is for people to pace these races and how much skill it takes. Because you know, it, it really is difficult. Then when you have to factor in crowds and things that are out of your control, yeah, I totally
1: can see that. Yeah, so.
2: you do, and you have to be consistent, and and you want to be consistent in your racing anyway. You want to start off slow, be consistent, and then end the race fast. I mean, if you were doing, if you were doing it the way you're supposed to do it textbook-wise, you know, but you can't do it when you're pacing. You have to be mm-hmm. consistent throughout.
1: It's, right. it's a lot of math. It's like a lot of calculating constantly. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, yeah, we, we know,
2: you know we, we, you know, we know the 16, the 32, you know, we just do <laughs> We know what, <laughs> where we have to be at the next point and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, one is it's 104. After that, and you know, you just keep going. Awesome. Well, so, uh,
3: when we finish with a race, we like to celebrate with maybe a beer or a, a really nice meal. Do you treat yourself to something special after a race? No,
2: we go home. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we we usually ride all ride together. We try to carpool over sometimes. Just depends what I mean. Molly has young kids. Um, I am always involved in something. And so we try to carpool, but then we always usually have things planned for that afternoon.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't hang out at Disney or anything like that. We get our snack box, same snack box that you guys get. And, um, you know, we don't even sit down and eat. We, we, you know, eat in the car. <laughs> oh, all that work, and you don't get to celebrate. Yeah, no, we had we had home. <laughs> oh, boy. And we live a good, you know, we're a good forty-five minutes, depending on traffic, away, which you know doesn't sound like much, but it could be longer with traffic, with Disney traffic. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Well, I know we'd like to treat you to a. A beer, or a special treat, sometime
1: because absolutely it's really. Yeah, if we can
2: make it work, you know, before you know, one day, or if we can meet up at the expo or something, we'll definitely see if we can figure it out.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you did say you're going to be at Princess Half Marathon, right, Sue? So we will. I'm, give you... I'm doing the 10K. Okay, we'll see you after the 10K, and we'll give you big hugs then. So you got it. Sounds perfect. Okay. Absolutely. So Jackie, I think we're. I all right. that's all the questions that uh, we have. Right. There were a lot of great ones. So <laughs> to anyone who, who uh, gave us one in the Joyful Miles Running Club. Thank you for that. We really appreciate that. And we hope yeah. we got everything covered for you.
1: And, Sue, thank you so much for taking time out of your
2: day. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Get a hold
1: of oh,
2: thank you. I promise really, to really work really. on this microphone situation, so next time <laughs> I can do this, I will be as technically challenged. Oh, uh, it's okay. If no, you listen to some bad. of our first podcasts,
1: it's like we've. Been, it's taken time for us to get things done down okay. right <laughs> with us doing it every week
3: so don't worry um, um i want to say sue too that every time i've grabbed you before the race or after race i'm so excited to get a picture with you and yeah you know that to me you're like a run disney celebrity and i just just think the world love
2: you oh thank you so much i'm so glad that nadine got us together
1: oh. yes yeah. gentlemen did we get a picture with sue at the 10k was that okay i wasn't sure if it was sue so we all did get a picture with you um yeah. after the 10k marathon weekend in our dalmatian costume so that's yes great. Yeah. all right we'll have to put that on our um
2: you know when, when we're, we're
1: promoting the podcast yes absolutely
2: yeah, great. nancy <laughs> kathleen and molly are doing the half for a princess okay
3: okay great. very good very good awesome I think I have my picture with them um, back at Star Wars before the 10K, I think, when you had those Death Star balloons. Yeah. The
1: pink or something. So. <laughs> That's great. All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in to our podcast today with Sue Moore, one of the balloon ladies. Um, thank you again, Sue. Um, if you want, check us out. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as the Joyful Miles podcast. And check us out on our Facebook group, the Joyful Miles Running Club. It's a great, supportive group of runners. And we really, really enjoy getting to know everyone a little more on that group. So check that out. And do you guys have anything else? Any other questions you'd like to add or any comments? Oh, no. This
0: is this amazing. Just I want to say again, thank you, Sue. And thank you for all the other balloon ladies. What you guys do is fantastic. So so, so Thank open.
1: you. We love it.
0: Thank you. Thank we you. love you.
1: So, thank you everyone for tuning in and have a joyful day. Joyful <laughs>